to another episode of Matinee. Matinee. Um, Woo! We're doing a bit, something a bit different today with the recording software, where we're recording over Skype. So if there's some challenges with the audio, that's what it is. I'm I'm sorry, but you know we fight to bring you high quality content regardless of where we are staying. Exactly. Currently, I am in Iowa City. I am in Chicago, where we recorded the last episode. Yes. But our physical distance will not stop us from discussing awesome movies that you... Well, maybe not all of them will be awesome, but movies you should know about. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good way of of introducing this week's film, Pumping Iron. It's a movie that... Probably have heard of. Um, you might. I'm not gonna have be heard. honest. I have not. I had not heard of it before you mentioned it. Really, really. No, not at all. Zero percent. It's not. It's not the most famous movie. No. It's. It's like a movie that you could conceivably have in like if you were taking a <laughs> class about movies in the '80s. This is a movie you might watch to understand Arnold Schwarzenegger better. True, but that's, it's not actually from the 80s. <laughs> it's from the 70s, but like, you know, <laughs> I think that's when Arnold was really big, and this was like yeah. one of the first instances of him. And that's what people, this is where, that's what I knew this movie about. Um, basically, this is how, the way I had heard about the movie before I watched it was, this is how Arnold got its start. Which actually, I don't even think is that true, um, as we'll talk about in a little bit. But this movie was actually um, what I didn't realize about it was that actually Lou Ferrigno plays a really big role in it. Yes. Um, this is how Lou Ferrigno got the Hulk, and um, that yes. is another way it affects culture. Yes. The it other, was fascinating. Should we say the title of the film? We haven't pump, actually I thought said it. Said it uh, pumping Iron. Oh, okay. You did maybe. Okay. The, the film pump is Pumping Iron. iron. Um, you know, another movie where there's a lot of people with not a lot of clothes. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a recurring theme on the show, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. So, so a, a brief synopsis of the film um, is that. It is about the, I think it's like 72 or something. It's about the Mr. Universe and Mr. Olympia. It's about some bodybuilding contests. Um, There's a short segment, which is about the amateur one. And then there's a much longer segment, which is about the professional one, the one where people can make, where there are cash prizes. And um, the, the cash prize one mainly focuses on Lou Ferrigno training to beat the reigning champ, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And, the reigning five-time champ. Yeah. And it's, it's worth noting, too, that um, Arnold, this is, at the, when the movie is being made, Arnold had declared that this would be his last, um, his last competition. So this is, like, Lou Ferrigno's only chance to beat him. Mm-hmm. So that's the basic premise of the film. Um, it yeah. was it was a movie that I 
definitely liked more sort of the more time since I had watched it. I felt like when I was watching it, I felt like it was kind of it kind of felt meandery and like didn't yeah. really feel like that focus and driven. A lot of good documentaries I've seen, they sort of the the um, the document the filmmaker sort of is going on a journey, but they sort of um, did a lot of retroactive searching and sort of have a coherent plot and it's like an argument that's sort of laid out in video form and yeah. pumping iron just sort of seems like they showed up to mr universe and taped some some guys totally it honestly it almost feels like a reality tv show made in the 70s yeah yeah there will there will be spoilers in this review because the i think that's important to sort of talk about some of the results of what happens. Um, mm-hmm. And so if you're, if you don't want to know who wins Mr. Universe in the seventies, um, <laughs> you know, look that up on Wikipedia and then tune back in or I guess watch pumping iron is the other way of finding out. Yes. I would say if you don't want to know the results, you want to like be surprised, pause this, go on to Netflix, watch pumping iron Play this again, listen to us discuss it, because it's pretty, I think it's a pretty cool film. Like, I agree with you that it meanders, and I think part of that is because of the the first act is the amateurs. And then... That's what I was going to get into, though. Like, the... the But that's, like, not a spoiler, though. Well, no, no, it's not a spoiler. I was just going to say, like, the ending of the movie, um, the movie, the way the movie ends is... Arnold wins the competition, and then, like, a minute later, like, they threw a party for Lou Ferrigno, and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the the movie starts out on a shot where it's Arnold and this other guy doing, like, it looks like ballet, but they're just practicing posing. Uh-huh. And then, um, yeah, the amateur stuff, maybe 10, 20 minutes of the movie. It's, it's not the yeah. first half. It sort of seemed like it's set up to be the first half, but then in actuality, it's just like, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah, it just seemed like it was out of place and like right, yeah. contributed to that feeling of meandering. Because you're allowed to like kind of meander at the beginning of a film, but then when they had this narrative arc of like what happens with the amateurs, that's a whole arc that's like that finishes around 30 minutes in the movie and then you have to start over again with the professionals and it's kind of frustrating i think yeah they sort of explain bodybuilding and then they're like this is the amateur competition there's this guy in the amateur competition he loses okay time for the professional competition yeah so like i wanted to talk about um the accuracy of the the um, sort of the dramatization that occurs in the film. I was curious about this movie, so I, I searched about it on the internet after. Mainly I was curious if Lou Ferrigno would go on to win um, Mr. Universe ever. Same. Does not. And he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Another spoiler. <laughs> this was, I mean, if they, the most interesting one, mis- interest, most interesting uh, Mr. Universe is, you know, this first one. And then if you're that if you, after you've seen this movie, you know, 
it's not like you're gonna rewatch old tapes of Mr. Universe competitions. Um, <laughs> that would be weird. There's actually another documentary too, but probably not as funny as this one. Um, wait, so you searched to see if it was like well, I, I searched, staged? No, no, I, I searched to see if Lou Ferrigno won in the future, and there's sort of oh. other things that came up. So like oh, okay. the a theme in the movie is that like Arnold Schwarzenegger basically he's a pretty good bodybuilder but he kind of like uses psycholog- uses psychology and like psychological tactics to hurt the other bodybuilder or to get an edge over the other bodybuilders so he can win. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of you see a microcosm of that occur in the the amateur competition where you it tells you about this guy. I think his name is he Mike Katz. Mike Katz versus Frank Waller, I think. Yeah. The names aren't that important. But Whatever. but Mike Katz who's like it tells you, you know, he was he was Jewish growing up. He had glasses. People picked on him. He tried really hard and he's finally been able to everyone always loves him when he goes to competitions. <laughs> and then there's this uh clip where it's like Frank, uh, the other guy is like, before the, the bodybuilding where the other guy's like, are you worried about Mike Waller? And he's like, no, I'm, I'll probably steal his t-shirt to throw him off. And then it it cuts to the movie and he he lost, his t-shirt is lost and that throws him off and he finishes in fourth place instead of winning. But that scene is staged. The scene of, um, him talking about stealing the t-shirt, see, it was a impromptu prank. Um, it was shot after they had the other footage to try to give it more of a narrative arc. Oh my god, so the whole beforehand, when he said, I'll probably steal his t-shirt, that was staged? The football scene, yeah. They're playing football, and he's like, I'm gonna steal his t-shirt. Oh my god, what? That's, like, not allowed. <laughs> it's, like, it's a you know what of- I mean? Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of bullshit, and there there's it's like complete bullshit. There's other scenes that I think like there's other they talk about how um, they purposely tried to make Lou Ferrigno workouts look make them look like they have it more in the dark, and you know Arnold Schwarzenegger they emphasize him hanging out with beautiful women. Yeah. Um, another interesting controversy is there's this scene in the movie um, that's probably worth talking about. On top of that where Arnold says that when he trains, he likes to keep as much positivity in his life as possible. And so when he was training for one of the competitions, his dad died, and he didn't want to, he didn't go to the funeral because um, he wanted to, to train. He didn't want to have that negativity while he was training. Um, and Is later, that fake? Well, he, Arnold sort of knew that they wanted him to be, like, the villain, and he volunteered to, like, you know, oh, they'll sort of play that up in these these things. Um, so he had that interview, and then he claimed that that was fake, but then he claimed that the story was made up, but then it, it wasn't, like, there's evidence <laughs> that it wasn't made up, so it's kind of oh like, you know. Oh, gosh. I gotta tell you, this film definitely made me dislike Arnold Schwarzenegger even more than I already do. Cause he's just so arrogant in the film. And like, it's kind of like, get that it, I get, he's trying to be the villain. Okay, sure. They need a villain, but 
I mean, it's so reality TV. It were, yeah, he's just sort of like, I might not be the best bodybuilder, but I'm going to, you know, play mind games. Ha ha ha. These people yeah. look up to me, and I'm going to, you know, use that to my advantage and, and stuff. Yeah. He looks like a douche. He acts like a douche. And, so Yeah, it's kind of this theme that that works. Like, it's unfortunate, but, you know, doing that type of thing helps you win. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think that's... that's that it, it is, like, how Arnold got out of Austria and, like, made it. This is how... He, he was a good bodybuilder, and then he made it, like, sort of after that. Yeah. So, on the one hand, it is sort of a man who sort of set out to do something and obviously and achieved it. I mean, like, you know, there were some underhanded tactics that were used, but Arnold looks really buff. Like, Oh yeah. He works out like, you know, many hours a day. It's not like he didn't do any work. He worked really hard. Sure. He got it. So like, I don't, yeah, it's sort of like, I'm, tw- he looks really bad in this movie, but at the same time, you know, you sort of, after having looked it up, I sort of gained an appreciation in some ways for what he did. I don't know. It's yeah. good things and bad things. But yeah, the whole thing about him not going to his father's funeral, I just thought was just like crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can understand not wanting to spend all, a lot of time mourning for him, but like an afternoon to go to a funeral? Like, there's well, prob- I think he would have had to go to Austria. I, th- I thought he would have had to fly back to Austria. I mean,. You fly to like, you fly to Austria. You work out. You go to the funeral. You work out. You fly home. You fly back to. You work out, and like that's like a three day trip, and you get a workout each one of those days. Maybe it's a lighter workout, but yeah, it, it's not like know. his dad dies right before the competition. There was there was plenty of time for him to deal with this. It's just like uh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, too negative. I don't know. I thought, the thing is, though, like, I mean, in a way, I guess, then, the filmmakers did do a good job, because the film, if it weren't for Arnold and the way he acted in that film, you know, I don't say acted as in he made things up, but just his behavior in that film, it would be way less engaging than it is. Like, I definitely, the last 30 minutes of the film was enthralled and was really, like, invested in seeing who would win and what the fallout from that would be. So they did a good job in that regard. The the other factual thing I want to mention is that Arnold, this was his last, he, he, uh, uh, he like, you know, claimed he retired and then he came back and won it again, like five years later without doing <laughs> it in between. Like he was just getting in shape for a movie and he's like, ah, oh, maybe I can win. And he like you know enters enters late and he wins. But wow, I'd like to see pictures of him at that time because okay, here's something an, another thing I thought valuable about this film was that I learned all about bo- bodybuilding which I knew nothing about previously. Like, so one of the big things I was surprised about was that it's not just about who has the biggest muscles; it's about symmetry and proportion. And so at one point, um, Arnold says, 
it's like you're a sculptor. You're like, you're, yeah, you're sculpting, but you're sculpting your body. So if you have to, if you look at yourself in the mirror and you see something's not symmetrical, you have to, instead of hammering on your marble, you have to like pump iron to get, to get, you know, the muscle to the level that it needs to be, which I think adds more to the sport than I previously thought. Like, you know, I think it's easy to just be like, these people are just repeating, trying to get the biggest muscles and whatever. And there's not really any art or skill to it, but like definitely it's the, it the, made the, me rethink bodybuilding. Simple. Yeah. He made it sound like very poetic where, yeah, yeah. It's a, he, it, he's like, you know, your bodies are canvas. You put your own clay on you. If you look at one part of your body and you decide it's not big enough, you work out that part and you make it bigger. Yeah, it was sort of a, it was cool. Yeah. This this movie did a lot to popularize, or not popularize, but sort of make people care more about bodybuilding. Which, do they still care about bodybuilding? Is that something people do anymore? Yeah, I mean, I think the competitions still go on. I know, I know one guy from high school does bodybuilding and he does competitions and there's pictures of him and like, you know, the speedo or whatever, just all oiled up, like flexing and stuff. My question is who goes to watch those? Like the audience was always packed and people were like, yeah, woo, woo. And I was like, I don't, what is the appeal of just watching these people? Cause that's, that's you know, like an implicit conceit of sort of how we've been describing this movie has been, there is some active component to bodybuilding. Like, you can you, if you can throw someone off your game, their game by definition, they they have a game that yeah. But I I guess they just flex. I, it was oh, it's sort of like how they look at their muscles when they're doing it. It doesn't seem like it seems like the vast majority of what they're doing is like building the muscle, and yeah. then sort of the competition. They just sort of show off their muscles. I think you're right. I mean, they do flex, but the question is why, how can you be thrown off? You know, if it's a routine and they describe it as a routine, a flex routine going through the poses. And I'm just wondering how you could be thrown off. I guess if you lose your focus, you don't quite flex properly or you might not hit the mark that you're trying to hit. There's there's definitely more an emphasis of like, Oh, Arnold can mess people up in their head more so than explaining like what that physically causes them to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's never really explained. But yeah, I think okay. So I'm gonna again bring in like a feminist lens to this film. Um, <laughs> I feel like from the very beginning, I was like, this is so feminine. The, the art of bodybuilding to me just seems so feminine because first of all, just the, as you said earlier, the very beginning is them practicing their poses with a ballerina. Like she's showing them how to pose properly and they're taking this information and using it seriously to help improve their scores. And then also just, just, I don't know, just something about the way the camera is panning over their bodies as they're, as they're flexing and all the people cheering and whooping, it's like objectification of men. Yes, it is. And it's so, it was so weird to me because as I was watching it, I was like, 
this is okay, but if I were watching like women and all these people cheering for women, I would feel like grossed out. So like, is this actually okay? Well, I mean, and then it's part. I think yeah. they have like you know obvious analogs and like beauty pageants and stuff like that. Yeah. Something that I, I was thinking about is like, like well, men. I think men judge both competition, beauty pageants, and um, like these. Things. You're right. But it's it's not like the men are trying to be the most attractive men they can be. Like, I, my understanding of what... No, would women, define attraction, right? Well, my, because if it's... Yeah. I was say, my understanding of what women find attractive, which, you know, is not... Obviously not perfect. Um, but, like, <laughs> I feel like too much muscles are, can be bad, right? Is, is that wrong? Yes. Am I wrong? Yes. Like, yeah. you, you want a guy to be kind of strong, I think, but, like... The bodybuilding levels of probably just kind of people wouldn't be that into necessarily. Yeah. Okay. So here's my take on that. Um, totally agree. And obviously everybody's um, everybody's preference is different. But I would say that that like Mike Katz lost because his body wasn't pro- his proportions weren't good. Like if you looked at the three finalists for both the amateur and the Mr. Universe. Like, they didn't have super insane muscles. I mean, they did compared to the normal person. But I think the reason why they won is really about the symmetry and proportion. Like, it's not like any one muscle group is insane. And it's not like the muscles are too big for the body that they, the skeleton that they have, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think if you... If you look at like Olympic weightlifters and stuff, like they're not necess- they're not they don't have nearly as beautiful bodies as like these bodybuilders. And when I exactly. say beautiful, I don't necessarily mean like you know attractive in terms of like everyone would define them as Brad Pitt or whatever. But yeah, yeah the, the bodies are just like you know very impressive from an ob- if objective if you were to objectify them, you'd just say you know. Well, the proportions are very nice. The, the muscles are clearly defined. There's a lot of symmetry. Exactly. And I think that goes back to Arnold's quote about, you know, it's like you're sculpting your body. You're creating a work of art. Even um, Lou's dad at one point says, um, what does he say? You look like something Michelangelo cut on. Like, Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it's like... It's about, it really is about beauty. It's not, muscles are important to getting that beauty, but it's about beauty. Different than like, yeah, attractiveness or strength. A a quick side note, like, um, did you ever, did you see the movie Creed that came out? No. One of my biggest criticisms of Creed is um, Michael B. Jordan's character is very strong and like he's got really nicely defined muscles. And the person he fights for the big fight isn't doesn't his muscles are not nearly as defined. But that guy's uh-huh. like a professional boxer, and Michael B. Jordan is a professional actor. So again, it's sort of this idea of like you know, yeah, what what is aesthetically pleasing isn't necessarily you know pragmatic or functional. Yeah. Um, okay, we should probably mention touch on like the the family relationship, the family dynamic for um, Lou Ferrigno. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, I just read you a quote that his dad said to him, so... He also at one point said, Boom, take a look at this hunk of man. I just... All of his quotes were hilarious. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, my, um, Lou Ferrigno's uh, family is very supportive of him. It's kind of like Lou's, the, his dad is trying to get him psyched up, and Lou's just kind of like, not as uh, energetic as his dad. <laughs> yeah. He just seems very shy, which makes sense, because he also said that he was kind of picked on as a kid and not really, or maybe I read that in Wikipedia. But anyway. He was hard of hearing. Happen. Lou Ferrigno was yes. hard of hearing. And he, yeah. Yeah. Then he was the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, so that was another interesting dynamic. It's like you have, well, you mentioned it, but you have Arnold, who's a, like a bachelor, flying solo, sleeping with women. Well, I don't, like I, at one I point, don't think that's necessarily what was happening. I think he was sort of like, you know, I think he was a very, I was, he, he's not necessarily the most beautiful person, but he's like, you know, a very beautiful person, and he's sort of just hanging out with beautiful women. I don't think he's necessarily trying to sleep with them. I, I I agree. I don't know what he actually did, but at one point in the film, he, when he's working out, someone says like he got laid yesterday or something, which could have just oh, been yeah. a joke. I don't know what dudes joke about in the locker room or in the gym, pumping iron. I don't know, whatever. I mean, anyway, when I'm in the gym, I just sort of talk about whatever. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't particularly but, try to talk about you know women or anything. Yeah. Um. But. But then looking then, cutting from that to Lou and, like, family dinners around the table and just him and his dad working out in what seems like their private gym or at least, like, a gym that they kind of – is small and they yeah, rent out. Yeah, it sort of looked like it was their basement rather than, you know. Arnold works out at Muscle Beach where there's a bunch of other bodybuilders. There's, like, a scene where Lou Ferrigno is lifting weights – in the basement, and Arnold is sort of, like, doing push-ups with women sitting on his back. Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, so then, I, yeah. I, th I think, like, the the director and the cinematography are somewhat subversive, where they try to direct the story, but it's it's so reality TV show meandery that you don't, you don't give them the credit of being competent enough to sort of make these, these scenes, like the the football scene that we mentioned earlier that was staged yeah. after yeah. the after the show, like you wouldn't based on sort of like the organization of the rest of the film, you wouldn't give him credit for, for coming up with that idea, but you know. No. Yeah. You underestimate that's definitely true. I think they did a I mean, yeah, it was a it was a movie that again, the more the more I sort of thought afterwards, the more I liked it and the more that I was like, Oh yeah, the the director did a really cool thing with sort of the way he framed it. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think I, like I said, I even enjoyed it during, yeah. but, and I, I also did like, and this is obviously not the director or cinematographer's choosing, but I also just like the texture of it since it's 1970s. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. you know, the composition and the texture of the film is nostalgic and pleasing to the eye. Yeah. Um, but there's, <laughs> okay. There, um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to necessarily touch on. We're, we're running out of time. Um, yeah. but the, the one scene, there's a, a famous ish scene in this, this movie, um, using the word famous very loosely that, that came out when all the allegations against, or, or I guess not allegations, all the thing about Arnold having a second family came out. <laughs> 
where he's just mm-hmm. sort of talking about like, um, I was, when I'm in the gym and I pump, it's just satisfying this being with a woman and oh, it's, I'm coming in the gym, I'm coming at home, I'm coming all the time. Yeah. It was, uh, it, yeah. Actually, it stood out a lot less than I thought it would. I'd seen that clip before watching the movie and I sort of was expecting it and sort of like, meh. I think because it fits with the narrative of him that they present to you from the start, you know? Yeah. Like, I also laughed at that, but it just seemed like, yeah, this is totally who he is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Are there, is there any other things that you haven't touched on that you want to touch on? I think we should just say who, sh- who would like this film? Who okay. would want to watch it? We'll give our, our ratings and we'll... Uh... Let's say who wants to watch it. So if you like seeing muscular men and not a lot of clothes, this is a movie for you. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I would solidly give this movie a three. I think that it's enjoyable. If you're a big fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, you'll you'll enjoy this movie. Or Lou Ferrigno, I guess. Um, those are the yeah. two stars of it. If you're, int- but it's like you know, it's an interesting piece on sort of like. Uh, a sport that's not that well known. Um, also sort of talking about like, you know, how to get, how, if you, if you use unfair methods, you'll probably get ahead in life. I don't know. Like that whole ethical thing I thought was interesting. Um, yeah. too. If those things sound interesting to you, I would recommend watching the movie. Um, but it's, it's not very tightly edited, edited. That would be my biggest criticism of it. Um, yeah, it's kind of meandery. It's like reality TV rather than, you know, a, a direct uh, documentary. Yes. Well, how I about- would agree. Yeah. I would say three and, um, for, for pretty much the same reasons. Um, but I think definitely when you first mentioned it to me that you wanted to watch this, I was like, I don't know. I was sure I'll watch it. But I think the thing that interested me the most was learning about this sport that I really knew nothing about and seeing kind of like the behind the scenes of it. It's almost like kind of like it doesn't feel at all like best in show, but it kind of is sort of in that similar vein of you're seeing the behind the scenes of this competition. That's kind of weird and you don't really know anything about it. And you're seeing all the different players within it. In one sense, it seems like the most obvious sport there is, you know, you work out, and then you get judged at, you know, how good you are at working out. But yeah, it's yeah. sort of like interesting to sort of see the ins and outs of this smaller, of this, um, yeah, this world. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Cool. Episode two. Well, thanks for listening. Hope, I, again, I'm, I'm worried that the audio quality isn't great, but I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll end this episode with, uh, matinee, matinee, manatee, manatee. Matinee. Is that what you, Enjoy that... your day. That's how we should end it. Hooray. Or night. Hooray. <laughs> we gotta work on that. We'll figure it out. <laughs>